In this podcast, we look at World War II, from the beginning till the end. World War II was from 1939 to 1945. But the seeds for World War II were planted in the appeasement that was described in the last podcast. Hitler began acting aggressively with German forces beginning in 1935. That year, he announced that he would not limit the German army to 100,000 men, a direct violation of the Versailles Treaty. From this point forward, France and England would have had every right to invade Germany, which would not have been hard to do, because a direct violation of the Versailles Treaty was the same as reopening the war. But the Allies, Britain and France, refused to do anything because they were so afraid of another world war. And so they basically tried to appease Hitler, and they did nothing as he invaded one country after another. Now, the first country that Hitler invaded was Austria, the country of his birth. And he did that in March of 1938. This was a bloodless invasion because the Austrians basically refused to fight him. And Austria became a satellite of Germany, effectively being absorbed by Germany. In September 1938, Hitler demanded portions of Czechoslovakia, which was a democratic state. Not only was Czechoslovakia eager to defend itself, it had a very fine army and it had a defense agreement with France and the Soviet Union. So if Britain and France wanted to stand up to Hitler, September 1938 was the time to do it. Czechoslovakia would have been able to defend itself to some extent, and the French and the British would have had more forces in place than Germany. But once again, appeasement overruled common sense, and the British and the French met with Hitler in Munich and they agreed to sell Czechoslovakia down the river. Czechoslovakia was not present at the Munich Conference in September 1938 when Britain and France agreed to let Hitler have portions of Czechoslovakia in return for a mere promise of peace. Of course, Hitler didn't mean it, but the Allies hoped that somehow he did. So the world was headed straight towards World War. Now, in early 1939, the British and the French guaranteed the security of Poland. This was ironic because Poland was an undemocratic country, unlike Czechoslovakia, and it had no good army at all. But now Britain and France were going to stand up for Poland. They really did mean it this time, and they made it clear to Hitler that if he invaded Poland, they would declare war on Germany. Hitler didn't quite believe it, though. The Allies had never stood up to him before. But just in case, Hitler decided to make a deal with the Soviet Union to guarantee its neutrality in the event of a war between Germany and Britain and France. A non-aggression treaty which contained two parts— One part was public, and that was the non-aggression promise. The other part was secret, and that was that when Germany invaded Poland on September 1st, 1939, 
Russia would invade Poland from the eastern side at the same time, and the two countries would greedily slice up Poland and divide it between themselves. So, of course, this was a shameful agreement, and the Soviet Union would have a lot of explaining to do later when it was invaded itself by Nazi Germany and it had to explain why it sided with Hitler for so long. But that was the situation on September 1st when the Nazis invaded Poland. World War II was off and running because the British and the French made because the British and the French upheld their agreement and declared war on Germany. Now, for a long time there was no fighting. From September 1939 to May 1940, there was what was called the Drôle de Guerre in French, namely the Phony War. There was no fighting, and that's because the British and the French hoped that the dogs of war could somehow be put back into their pen. Germany wanted to try to make some deal with Britain and France, if possible, because Germany's main enemy was East in the Soviet Union. However, by May 1940, Hitler had decided enough was enough, and he invaded France and the Benelux nations, Belgium, Netherlands, and Luxembourg. He rolled right over them, and in just one month, Hitler accomplished what the Germans had never been able to accomplish in World War I, namely the defeat of France. And so World War II was nothing like World War I. World War I was a war of attrition, where the two armies faced off against each other on a common battle line, and neither army was able to push the other army out of its trench. But in World War II, what you have is a lightning war, or Blitzkrieg, where the Germans rolled right over their enemies. Now, this was a bit deceptive, because uh, it made it look like the German army was unbeatable. But the reality was that the French never wanted to fight. They were divided, as we will see in a later lecture, and they did not want to be the first to fire a shot. They had a wall that was supposed to protect them called the Maginot Line, and they depended on that too much. Because what the Germans did is they launched a sneak surprise attack through some forest lands which were supposed to be impregnable to tanks and which therefore were not covered by the Maginot Line. And that forest was called the Ardennes Forest. And by launching a surprise attack by tanks through the Ardennes, the Nazis were able to basically surround the French army and force their defeat in six weeks. And so this was a stunning development. Again, nothing like it had ever happened in the First World War. But within six weeks, Hitler now controlled Norway, Netherlands, Belgium, France, Poland, Czechoslovakia, most of Western Europe, and much of Eastern Europe. He was in an impregnable position. Fascist dictators controlled all of Western Europe, if you include Mussolini of Italy and Franco of Spain. So by the fall of 1940, Hitler had the advantage. 
the United States of America was still neutral in the war. Russia was not a threat to Germany because Germany had pacified Russia with the Nazi-Soviet non-aggression treaty. By driving his forces south into the oil-rich Persian Gulf, Hitler could have solved all his energy needs and have posed an unbeatable threat to England and possibly even to the United States of America. But at this juncture, Hitler made three mistakes which were going to swing the war against him. The first mistake was his strategy in the Battle of Britain. From the fall of 1940 to the spring of 1941, Hitler launched his bombers against England, hoping to destroy the Royal Air Force so that he could launch a sea invasion of that island nation. Hitler could not send his tanks against Britain because 26 miles of water lay between France and England. So he, he launched his bombers to try to open the door to a sea invasion of England. Hitler's mistake was in not continuing to bomb the airfields. At first he bombed the airfields, and this caused massive loss of aircraft for England. But because the British held out and did not surrender as quickly as the French did, Hitler lost his patience, and he began bombing the cities, bombing civilians in an effort to force the British to surrender because of the loss of civilian life. Now, this is called strategic bombing, and both sides tried it, bringing the war to the most helpless people of Europe through bombing of cities. But strategic bombing did not work for the Nazis, and it didn't work for the Allies either. And therefore, Hitler was allowing the Royal Air Force to rebuild itself because he, he switched his targets from the airfields to the cities. And as a result, by the spring of 1941, he was unable to force the British to surrender. That was his first mistake. His second mistake was the biggest one of all, and that was the invasion of the Soviet Union on June 22, 1941. Hitler believed that he could roll right over the Soviet Union just as he had the Benelux nations in May of 1940. But the differences were staggering. For one thing, the Benelux nations were very close to Germany, so Germany did not have to fight over a broad area or a long distance, and its supply lines were very, very close and not attenuated. But in the war against the Soviet Union, Nazi Germany was going to have to march its armies a thousand miles or more in order to get even close to Moscow. And so, although it was a horrendously bloody invasion in which 20 million Russians were going to die and an approximately equal number of Germans, the Nazis were not able to knock the Soviets out of the war. They came within viewing distance of Moscow but by then, the winter of 1941 and 1942 was going to lay waste to the German armies, freezing them in place. 
And so Generals Mudd and Snow, the two generals who defeated Napoleon, were going to defeat the Nazis in World War II. We tend to forget this. We, f- we think that the United States rushed to the liberation of Europe and that uh, we did most of the fighting, but that was simply not true. Most of the fighting and dying was done on the Russian front as the Russians took most of the fire on their front without Russia, without the Soviet Union, it is not clear that Hitler could have been defeated in World War II. Although, it is also quite apparent that the United States itself was unbeatable. There might have been a stalemate between Nazi Germany and the United States. Hitler would not have been able to defeat the United States under any eventuality. But, it's not clear that the United States could have defeated Nazi Germany without the Soviet Union. The third mistake Hitler made was deciding to declare war on the United States when the Japanese attacked the United States at Pearl Harbor on December 7, 1941. Again, he had no idea about how to defeat the United States, and yet he declared war on them, thinking that a great nation never allows itself to be declared war upon And so he would declare war on the United States in the belief that the Japanese would tie America up in the Pacific and that the United States could not launch a two-front war. The irony is that Hitler himself was involved in a two-front war. He was fighting the Soviets in the East and the British in the West. And soon he would be fighting the Americans as well as the British because he foolishly declared war on the United States. It is not clear at all that the United States would have gotten into the war against Germany had Hitler not stupidly declared war on the United States a couple of days after the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. Now, following the invasion of the Soviet Union, Hitler launched what was called the Holocaust, the mass murder of millions and millions of Jews, six million in all, along with millions of other civilians in the lands between Germany and the Soviet Union. This was an orchestrated effort at genocide, the total elimination of every single human being that was represented by a particular group, in this case, Jews. Hitler was determined to win the war against the Jews. He was willing to lose the war against the Allies if he could only win the war against the Jews, and he almost did win that particular war. Jews emerged from World War II just barely as a people. We will talk about the Holocaust in another lecture, But in this lecture, we're talking about World War II. After the entry of the United States and the survival of the Soviet Union, which was guaranteed in February 1943 with the Russian victory over the Nazis at the Battle of Stalingrad, there was no way that Hitler would be able to win the war. There was no way the Allies would be able to lose the war. After February 1943, it was just a long slog as the Russians moved 
west towards Germany, and as the Americans and the British plotted to invade Western Europe and squeeze Germany from the west. The invasion of Western Europe by the Allied nations, Canada, Britain, France, and the United States, would take place on the 6th of June, 1944. And soon France was liberated, but once again it was a long slog for the Russians and the Americans and the British to move their armies in different directions, squeezing Germany like a vice. The war was finally won in May of 1945. And, of course, we have not talked about the Japanese war in this podcast, but that war you would need to read about in your textbook. Next, we will talk about the Holocaust, one of the most important events in the history of Western civilization. Until then, this is Dr. Reinhardt.